Yo, check this out. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew, and you are listening to a little thing we call Episodic Memories. Sitting across from me, as always, it's the Sultan of the Superstation, TBS, Mark Gonzalez. Mark, how the hell are you? I'm great. Superstation, their uh, their tagline was very sarcastic, correct? I don't know. What very was. funny. Well, that's t- yeah, that's TBS. Oh, very, very yeah. funny. Very Oh, good for us at TBS. More Big Bang reruns. Ground floor. Uh, oh, what was the one that was like McMillan and Son? Or like, oh, was one that was about yeah, a guy who a, gets a bar. Yeah. For 10 items or less. That was another one that they had. Corner Gas. Was that another one? My Boys, I think was another one. My Boys with. Um, <laughs> Gaffigan. Gaffigan, yeah. I didn't. I, have not, I didn't. That show was on for like four seasons. Yes, it I was. saw nothing. When I say nothing, I mean nothing. I don't know what that show is about at all. I assume it's about like a mom and her sons. No, maybe. Good I guess. don't know. I'll give you three guesses. Um, mom and her son. No. It's about like a bunch of a bunch of friends, and they play cards all the time. Kind of, I guess. Okay. Uh, or it's about um, like a like a very a very ill-advised rap group. I'm I I bet there was an episode that was about that. <laughs> You're like me and my boys, and then they go and they play the Apollo, and yeah. then they walk out on stage, and, and then immediately, look, and then they turn right around to just walk <laughs> to right a out. standing ovation <laughs> through the, the fire door, and yeah. just keep walking. The until crowd they get loved to New it that they walked out, turn around. <laughs> that was their favorite act that night. <laughs> Didn't even touch the stump. They were like reaching for the stump, and then I got a very dirty glare from somebody, and they're like, "You know what? Yeah, I'm just gonna, we're gonna we're, we're, we're good. Gonna, we're, gonna we're go. good. We're gonna go. No, my boys was about." Uh, a woman whose best friends are like four dudes. So it was about. So it's like the new girl. Oh uh, yeah, kind of. Except new girl, she was like foisted or forced upon them because they needed somebody to live with them. Yeah, she's just she's like the, the, the she's the she, guy. In she, the, it's like it's like if Seinfeld were told solely from Elaine's perspective. I, I guess. Okay. All right. It's always a bad sign. If you know somebody and all of their friends are only members of the opposite sex, it's, it works the same for men and for women. Yeah. For women, it's weird because, uh, like, they always, they're always like, oh, man, I hate other girls. Like, they're such bitches, man. They're always so catty. I always like to hang out with dudes. And I always feel like you're just, you're starting, you're like, okay, hey. Okay, sure. Um, somebody, I think you're trying a little too... A little too hard a little too to hard to be like one of the gang. I don't know. Yeah, I know. yeah. It's always one of those. Um, it always seems affected. It's like just it, yeah, try to be seems, yourself. It always seems put upon. That's yeah. the thing. And maybe you know, I'm not speaking in all circumstances, but my I am okay. One hundred percent of the time, it always feels like it's a it's an act. Yeah. Either that or there's something wrong with they have like a personality problem. It's not everyone else. It's, it's them. Yeah. That they're just like, well, yeah, they're always so bleh, but guys, like, they, you know, they know. And then you try, the, the other thing is, is you try and, like, because, like, guys will go and, and, and 
be kind slap of e- shitty yeah. to each other. Slap each other's dicks around. Yeah, exactly. They just like walk guys dicks do. And they just slap them. Yeah, just, just bonging on wangs all day. That's what I do. <laughs> uh huh. And um, no, you like cut. You like you're shitty to you insult each other. Yes. Yeah. And you, if you and bring them into that. That's it's like, always, hey, it's always, whoa, hey, 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 hey. hey. You no, know, I'm having some hard times right now. I'm, I didn't know. I know. It's, yeah, Nancy's real shitty at work. I know. And, but then they cut, they will come at you and try and cut you. And usually it's yeah. like, that's too far as well. They cut too deep. Like, I would never. They slap your dong a they, little too hard. Exactly. There's, There's a, a light right amount. Touch. It's a light touch. It can sting a little bit, but you don't want to. You don't want to hurt them. You're just like <laughs> bonk. Yeah. You know, but they're like bonk. bonk. Yeah. 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 You that hits you in the face. They slap it so hard. They come. It's an uppercut. <laughs> they slap up. You're supposed to slap yeah, down. Slap down. There are rules. Everyone who who slaps a dong knows you slap a dong down, down not yeah. up. That's just fucking gross kind of it's torturous jesus christ mark uh speaking of our last episode should we go to the mailbag no speaking of our last episode man in the high castle yes i feel like on the back of our publicity train it got picked up amazon has picked up man in the high castle so you're welcome you're welcome america (laughs) you're welcome everybody cast and crew I'm glad we got you jobs. Yeah. So, you know. Maybe pay us back. Why don't you go ahead and send some cards our way? I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to put it out there. I feel like we are owed. I think the Philip K. Dick estate should be sending us a little bit of scratch because yeah. we got them their gig. But, Mark, we will turn to the mailbag now. And This is the snail mailbag. This is the snail mailbag. This came in the mail. Would you like to describe what you're holding in your I hands? I am holding in my hands a very plain white business size envelope, pre-ordered first class mail stamp right yep. on the top right corner. Top left corner, 17801 Cartwright Road, Irvine, California, from a little place known, I assume, the embassy. The, yeah, the, the American embassy, embassy. The American embassy. The national American embassy, because there's yeah. each one is technically an embassy. From Yogurtland. In my hand. It's true. Addressed and to one Andrew Krakowski. Well, he it, is now, oh, he's going to open I'm it gonna open on it, air. Everybody. You're hearing, this is me legitimately opening this envelope. Let's see what's inside, everybody. I, I'm, I, I have a I think we all suspicion. have a good idea of what I it is. Sneaking suspicion what it is. Letterhead? Company letterhead? Company letterhead. It tells me that my real rewards just turned platinum. Yes. And what I have in front of me attached to this piece of paper is... <laughs> oh, my God. It's one of the most elegant cards I've ever seen, actually. It is a personalized, very... Oof. This thing is... <sighs> I'm... It's a credit card. It's. I'm sorry. It's I've, platinum. It's, it's just. It's, it's got a real nice hologram on it. It's been. It. I've been waiting for this too long. I'm getting. I'm getting teary eyed. It's. It's very plainly. It doesn't. It doesn't even. It just. It just has the. Uh, like it's clean. The shape of a yogurt thing on it. It doesn't yeah. even say yogurt land on no. it. Oh, it's and not a hologram. It's just reflective. It's just reflective. I? Oh, I don't. I don't All right. All right. I'm watching. Oh you wow. He's holding it. Everybody. Member since 2014. It's just it's it's been so long, and I I I I want to thank everybody who helped me get to this point where I spent so much money at Yogurtland. 
I want to thank everybody at work mm-hmm. for for really really sticking with me. I'm sorry, sticking it to me and That's forcing right. me to go to Yogurtland. I want to thank every one of you on OK Cupid that really helped push me towards this moment where I'm holding the platinum card from Yogurtland. I just want to thank every single one of you. You are all so crucial and so important to get to this point. It's true. If just one of them had been more just, supportive. Just one. If one of you had just broken rank, this would never have happened. It's true. But now we're here. We're here today, and we're we're going forward, everybody, to the future. This is only the beginning. This is it. I If there's a step of a platinum, we're going to get there. You and me. I'm pointing at myself because it's just me <laughs> that's going to get there. We're going to get up a platinum, and it's going to be great. We're going to have a great time in Yogurtland. We're going to eat so many Nutty Buddies <laughs> stuck inside yogurt. And just every single one of you have been so crucial. I just want to say you've been you've been so so important to this moment. I, 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 my family, and I want to thank Mark Gonzalez. I want to thank all the podcasters. It's, thank you. Thank you. You're, so, you're the greatest. You're the greatest. Better birthdays, Mark. Now I can enjoy a 16-ounce free on my birthday. Create your finest cup. It's on us. Nice. Platinum specials and offers. Be one of the first few to receive platinum-only specials and offers from Yogurtland. Receive a four-ounce free reward every 36 points. The more points you collect, the more rewards you earn. Yes. Collect 520 points to earn the ultimate unlimited 16-ounce cup reward. Wow. Only more work to do, you know? Hard work oh is rewarded God. with more work. I have to maintain my platinum status. <laughs> it's not for life. <laughs> what do you have to do to maintain it? Maintain your platinum status by purchasing 240 ounces every year from first day of purchase. The unlimited 16-ounce cup is our 16-ounce cup filled to your creative max. The only limit, your imagination. Oh, man. Okay. So, so I gotta, they got you for life so now. I have, to, I have to keep it up now. So that's what I said before, it's, I mean it even more. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Andrew is going to rededicate himself now. God, just right here. Right it's a, here, pre- it's a beautiful heart. card. I just always sit here right in my heart. Mark, I also forgot we have a uh, we have an email. Yeah, I have a, the other mailbag. We do have another mailbag. We have a separate mailbag from this mailbag. It's it's kind of a thing. We, yeah. have, to, we have to go to a P.O. box every time. It's just kind of, you know. Well, Andrew's pulling that out. Um, <laughs> Excuse me while I pull this out. <laughs> uh, Andrew and I also have some of some news of our own. Yeah, a little something we're, we're little, expecting. <laughs> a little business that we, we are expecting, actually. We expect to give birth to a beautiful 300 gigabyte um, comedy baby. Yeah, a sketch. Mark and I worked on a... Uh, we wrote a sketch. We wrote a sketch, and we shot it last week. Uh, Mark's in it. I'm in it. A couple of our friends are in it. We. Uh, I'm trying to convince Andrew to cut me out of it. I don't like my cameo, but I, I, I am in it. I think it's a funny part. Uh, but so, uh, yeah, look forward to that uh, if you want to see our awful mugs yeah. doing stuff. Uh, and it, it was a fun time. We had a good time. If you've well, never met us, but you want to, you know, you've always wondered what we sound like, uh, what we look like based on what we sound, just look at the... Look at the video and the two most attractive guys just, are Andrew and just, us. That's the ones to pick. And you have a real, it's a real cheesecake fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got a lot to pick. <laughs> uh, we got an email from, uh, regarding last week's episode from one Michael Gonzalez. I don't know if you know this man or not. 
Super fan Mike. Super fan Mike Gonzalez. He says, hi, fellas. Solid episode as usual. Episodic Memories is pretty much a well-tuned hit making machine at this point. And I agree because we... We did. We we're kingmakers. We did get Man in the High Castle. Uh, but we also out. got uh, Dog with a Blog. It's nomination. That's true. This is all true. Want to chime in on the who is peanut butter, who is sushi question from the last episode. Mark and I posed the idea that we're two great tastes that do not, <laughs> not taste, taste great, great together. together. Uh, Mike says that my vote is that Andrew is peanut butter and Mark is sushi. Mm-hmm. Peanut butter is consistent, filling, and smooth, much like Andrew. That's true. Sushi has a little kick, can be pricey, and requires an expert touch. Take that how you will. Keep the hits coming. Mike Gonzalez. Mike, thank you so much for that email. Really Couldn't agree more. It. I do require an expert touch. That is that is true. It's... Uh, it's kind of like starting an old car with you. Yeah, you really gotta have just, to. You got to know. I'll flood the engine. I'll flood it every gotta, time. Got to pump it a little bit. Uh, if you would like to email us and let us uh, read your email on the air, botbpodcast at gmail.com is that email address. We always love to hear from our fans. And if you'd like to take pictures, here's what I can do is I can submit a picture of me holding my Yogurtland card. You can yeah. Photoshop yourself into that picture. So you can be that much closer to the greatness that is a platinum rewards member at Yogurtland. Yeah. Then, or if you want to photo, if you want to Photoshop like a smaller version of yourself, it'll look like Andrew's holding you instead of the card. I Ooh, guess that's possible. That's good. Or, but do not digitally manipulate the card itself. Yeah. It is. Uh, it is very it is beautiful very and crucial. delicate. My name is on it. Remember, since two thousand fourteen, I can just again, I just walk in. Yeah. I just start flashing this. I wonder what reaction I'll get when I go in the first time with one of these. Just is it ever seen one of these babies? Is it happiness? Is it like oh, or is it like oh what no, the... oh, oh no. no, oh no? <laughs> but Mark, speaking of oh no, let's move on to episodic memories. Yeah, this week on episodic memories, we are talking about the 1980s classic Miami Vice. Helicopter flying by, two girls with knees and their their butts. Just a total shot of boobs. Just boobs. I was like, nothing but titties. Weird. It's a woman walking by, and then the camera pans down to just her boobs and follows just her boobs as she walks by. Should have cut to somebody in sunglasses looking. I'm gonna like house sitting. Episodic Memories, if you haven't heard before, is our Yogurtland-based podcast (laughs) that also happens to focus on television. Mark and I will watch a random episode of a random series that we have never seen before. That's correct. And we will talk about what makes this show tick and see if we can figure out what the hell's going on. Again, this week we are talking about Miami Vice. So, Mark, what do we know about Miami Vice? I actually knew quite a bit about Miami Vice, um, created by Michael Mann. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, one of one of our great filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Heat, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Collateral. Mm-hmm. Shot on digital. One of the first major releases yeah. to be shot on digital. Um, Black Hat, Public Enemies, <laughs> Miami Vice the movie. Yes, <laughs> all your favorite hits. Last of the Mohicans, I believe. Oh, okay, all right. Starring Daniel Day Lewis. Mm-hmm. Anyways. 
there's two stories on now now, now. now. I am the last of the, of the Mohicans, Mohicans. Now. now oh he kills the other yes. Mohican yes. <laughs> he says I am the last of the Mohicans now now now, now. now. that's dumb uh, thank you this is our Oscar episode everybody da, da, this is our Oscar da, da, episode. Da, da, da. Okay, so what do we know about Miami Vice? Michael Mann created it. He also directed the movie version that came yes. out a few years ago starring... Colin Farrell and Jamie, Jamie Foxx. Fox, yes. There's two stories on the origin of this series. One of them is that Michael Mann and another producer read an article about how in Miami there's a law that you can... If you're a cop, you can confiscate drug dealers' goods... Their clothes, their houses, their cars, whatever, and then use them. Yes. Provided you're using them for, for the law enforcement. for law enforcement purposes. So they're like, "Holy shit, we got like, look at all these Lambos we got. From yeah, these drug kingpins. Let's just start bombing around Let's the streets. Drive them down this. Yeah. That's one origin story. The conflicting one is that the head of NBC at the time, Brandon Tartikoff. Yeah, Tartikoff wrote down on a piece of paper, "MTV cops." Now, one of these stories <laughs> seems a little more... I'm not saying that Tartikoff didn't write that down, but that's also not an idea. Isn't it, though? Did you ever hear the story about... There's, a old, there's an old story that a studio head called a writer into his office, and he was like, I got a great idea. Just mm-hmm. a sick, sick idea. You ready for this? World War II... It's a love story. Hmm. And then the guy was like, go on. He's like, that's what's it? the idea? That's it. Do it. Love story set in World War II. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. not an idea. And Pearl Harbor was produced two pretty years much. later. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah, both of those stories. Both of those stories seem like that seem like that's something that could have happened. Yeah. To be quite honest. But <laughs> I could see the studio being like, I want MTV Cops. I want the sensibility of MTV and it's, it's not procedural like, it's drama. It's not like he just wrote on one piece of paper MTV Cops and then just sent it off. No, I think he wrote he that probably, down and then was looking for he something. He probably wrote a memo that's like, we need something that's a little bit young and hip. You know, something that's like MTV sensibility, but with police. Yeah. That's and then Miami Vice comes along and he's like, that was my idea. Anything else that we know about, MT- about MTV Cops? <laughs> Philip, Philip Michael Hall. Yep is credited with being the first person to come up with EGOT. Yes. Even though he, he was never nominated, never nominated for any, for of, any those of those awards. Uh, EGOT up. stands for Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Yes. And certain people have gotten them, like Whoopi Goldberg has won all four of those. Mel Brooks. Yes. Um, there's, it's only it's a small list. Yes. But uh, uh, apparently he's the first one to try. He was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And apparently he not nominated for a single one. Yeah. Apparently he bought a gold necklace that had that (laughs) on it. (laughs) So that season of 30 rock, they must loosely based on him. Based on him. He also sued the uh, psychic friends network at a certain point. Cause at one point he was their spokesperson and then he was replaced with miss Cleo and then successfully sued for uh, like their breach of contract free, infringing on his likeness towards the production of this thing hmm. i guess i don't know but uh anything else mark uh very influential show in the 80s very much very so. successful show in yes. the 80s 
Um, Nominated for 15 Emmys in its first year. Insane. Yeah, like Sopranos didn't even get that number of nominations until its later years, if ever. Uh, Yeah. At the time, it was record-setting, but I think it's been beaten now by like uh, either Sopranos or um, Cheers, maybe, during its final season. Uh, okay, well, let's dive in with a segment we call Hey, 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 What's Going On Here? Hey, 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 what is going on here? Mark, Miami Vice first aired on September 28, 1984. Oh, yeah. It ran for, you know how many years? Was it five years? Five years until May 21st, 1989. So technically only four seasons. And didn't immediately go into syndication on USA Network? Yeah, they picked it up and started running it uh, in, the, in the real early 90s. Uh, Miami Vice EP's Michael Mann, like you said. Alan Yurkovich, who uh, created my, uh, Hill Street Blues. And supposedly, the two of them came together and wanted to call the show Gold Coast. But then, when after the MTV Cops thing, and then them learning about, oh, we can... That, that Miami, the Miami-Dade County, that they use the equipment that they yeah. confiscate, that they became Miami Vice. Uh, the episode we watched is from season three, episode 22, entitled Biker Vikings from, from Hell. Hell. Biker Viking, Vikings from Hell. Which first aired on April 3rd, 1987 on NBC. This episode, directed by James Quinn, who has uh, directed a lot of cop shows and done a lot of Law and Orders and that yeah. kind of thing. The, there is a story credit and a teleplay credit on this episode. Story credit by Walter Kurtz is how it's listed. That name sound familiar, Mark? Yeah. Why is it familiar? You, I don't know. It just sounds familiar. Walter Kurtz is the character from Apocalypse Now. Colonel Kurtz. Colonel yeah. Kurtz. Colonel Walter Kurtz. This is a pseudonym of John Milius, who wrote Apocalypse Now. Oh, wow. Uh, he also directed um, the Dirty Harry movies, Red Dawn, yeah. Conan the Barbarian. I, I, I do know Walter Mill. John, John, John Milius. Milius. Uh, and then uh, the teleplay uh, is by Michael Duggan, who's written a ton of Law and Orders, and David Chase. The teleplay? No. Didn't I saw David Chase's name all over this? He might have been a producer. Producer at this Dick season. Wolf. Is, oh, Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf is the other man who uh, wrote the teleplay for this episode, and Dick Wolf is sitting on a throne of money right now. Yeah. due to the Law and Order franchise, but he was a he was a producer and a writer on Miami so, Vice. So there's a lot of talent in this episode. A lot of procedural talent. Yeah. Uh, from from this episode. So let's go ahead and dive right in, Mark. Here we, we open go. on. What I thought was a beauty shot of like a like a product that they were selling on QVC. It's a it's a sunset of Miami, but overlaid over it is a rotating statue of some kind, like a like a warrior of some warrior. kind. Yeah, and the we linger on the shot for like thirty seconds, and it just goes on. And this slowly rotating thing, and you almost hear somebody being like. This terracotta warrior, usually valued at one thousand dollars, today QVC. If you order in the next thirty minutes, mm-hmm. you can have it for eight ninety nine. 
Eight ninety nine. That is an incredible price. We are these are flying off the shelves. Call now. Call now. We've got somebody on the line. Jennifer. Jennifer, why did you want to buy this terracotta warrior? Well, my granddaughter really likes Chinese stuff. So you feel like this is a good purchase? Absolutely. It is a good purchase. It's- okay, we have six more left. Six more left. Let's make, keep those calls coming. That's item number QL35. We're going to move on, though. RC cars. Kids love them. Jennifer, you're calling back? Again? Well, my granddaughter really likes Chinese stuff and RC cars. Jennifer, I have to cut you off. This is not right. Okay, well, I'll talk to you later. You're you're done buying. You're done buying for today. Just call back tomorrow. See what we have. Well, I'll just, just... I have the TV on, so I have a friend. <laughs> Jennifer, we're gonna send you our last six terracotta Why, warriors. Have, These, are take them, take them, These are on us. These are on me. My granddaughter hasn't called in years. Oh god. Oh, god. <laughs> um. So this sunset and the statue shot happens for a little bit, and you're just like, okay, cool. All right, and we're then happening. We fade to the mouth of hell as a school bus rolls up. It's not a school bus. It's a prison it's bus. It's a prison bus. Rolls up to a dirt lot to with a the terror cart. the terror dome. Yeah, effectively. There's like cars on fire and this prison I what I imagine is whoever's getting dropped off was like, um, you're gonna take you're gonna take Lancum, uh, Lancashire and you're gonna take a right on Jefferson and then you're just gonna go until you feel gravel on the ground and just keep no. going. You're gonna go past the first flaming car left at the next flaming car then just kind of ride it out until you know it just seems like there's nobody around that will hear your scream you'll want to put it into neutral you're going to want to roll because otherwise you might really damage your tires i i imagine he was like you're going to take a left off of vineland Mm -hmm. and then keep driving until you feel really uncomfortable (laughs) and then keep driving Okay. So uh, yeah, this prison bus opens up. This prison bus rolls up, and it, it a drops. guy steps out into the darkness. Yeah. But there's a music hit, as though I'm supposed to recognize him, but, but I can't, see, can't shit see him because it's dark. It's really yeah. I, I don't I was know. Really, really squinting at my computer monitor on this one. I don't know if it was the transfer or if it was both. just really underexposed. But it's like, but and you're looking at a black screen, and you're like, I. Who? What is going on here? Bus pulls off. Bus leaves. Bikers pull up. Bikers pull up, and uh, now he's in like the he's in like a survivor music video because yeah. these bikers like <laughs> yeah they go into the circle around, around him and they're like oh, okay. <laughs> so the guy that's gotten out of this excuse me the guy that's gotten out of this bus is named Reb. Yeah. Reb apparently did. Did some time in the pokey. Yeah. He was in the can, you know, because he's a biker. Well, they ask him. They're like, nice shirt. He's wearing like a white button-down shirt, and he says, I'm rehabilitated now. And then he rips the shirt off. Yeah. (laughs) And one of the guys throws a vest at him, and he puts the vest on because he's a biker. Yeah. And... They give him... Yeah, they they, give him a bunch of gear. They're like, here's all your stuff. And he's like... Where's my gun? I still don't understand. I don't. I didn't think the buses. It's not a cab service. Yeah. Shouldn't it just drop you off like at the the main bus terminal? And usually like, you're on buses, your own, buddy. Usually they don't bus people out. They bus people in, but then they like okay, and then they just like drop them off outside the gates, right? They have to. Get- I don't know. I mean, that's what you only see in movies, but I don't know how much of that is true. Is the thing, but I'm certain they They're don't not go roll out to the you know to what the dockyard. Yeah, and just drop you this tell guy us. Off. You tell us where you want to go, man. 
Now, if he had killed that guy and we saw the bus like fall into the harbor, that would, that would make be sense. different. Yeah. Anyway, they give him a bunch of stuff. They give him his his gun, and then uh, he's like, "Where's my chopper?" And they're like, "We don't have your chopper. You can ride on the back of, uh, of new guys, uh, new guys bike." And the new guy like looks at him. He's like, "Hey!" He's like, "Hey, it's a real. I got a. I actually have a sidecar. Like, it's we can, pretty sick. It's like I would rather ride. You can drive. Why don't like, you drive, I'll, I'll and just... I'll do the sidecar. Because you know what? Honestly, I got the sidecar. I've never been in it. It's crazy. It's my I motorcycle. I get it. I'm, you know, you're supposed but like, to sit I in every it. seat before you buy it. Reb shoots this guy. Kills him. Kills him. Uh, but again, because it's dark, it's so dark. We can't. You can't tell. You have to assume that he shot him because he shoots, and then there's a shot of. Kind of nothing, nothingness, and nothing like, next to the motorcycle. And you're I like, guess Wait, that's he where die? he should be. He shot him. And they're like, man, you Char- shouldn't have killed new guy. Charlie's a cool guy, man. And Rev's like, could have been a real friend. I don't fucking care. I'm a fucking biker. Except he sounds like he has marbles in his mouth, and English is a second language. So he's like, I don't care. I am a cool biker guy. <laughs> hey, cool cat. Yeah, you. Let's uh, go smoke the cigarette yeah. and enjoy being so freewheeling. Am I right? This guy knows. Vroom, vroom, party starter. <laughs> now it's time to unpimp the auto. Uh, then we cut to the theme song, which is kind of the classic, yeah. like, <laughs> just synth and just the drums, and we're seeing shots of Miami, speedboats. Basically, all the substance, or I'm sorry, all of the look of the show you through the open Curiously, for a show about police in Miami, it seemed a lot more. This this opening title sequence conveys much more the idea of like the lifestyle. Yes. I, do we even see them with guns or arresting people or chasing somebody down? Isn't it all just speedboats? It's all speedboats. Wave and riders. Just looking cool and looking with awesome. the white jackets and the rolled up sleeves, and they're just look at. I got sunglasses on. Yeah. I don't know. It's all. Act one opens up. Uh, we are at a church funeral. Yeah, and somebody's been killed from. Uh, we assume from the previous again, episode. We assume it's from a previous episode. Crockett and Tubbs, our main characters. I guess this is something I didn't know about this show, and I didn't expect. But watching it, <coughs> I have to assume that this is much more serialized than I had thought the show was. Yeah, I thought that Miami Vice was a very episodic police procedural. It probably is, but, you know, it's... But it seemed like they're talking about killing this guy in the previous episode, and that kind of runs into this episode. And it seems like stuff that happens in this episode is going to run into the next one. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I didn't... I guess I didn't expect it. It's a little more like, you know, Justified or an FX series. Something tells me that this arc is leading towards, like, the season finale. Probably. The last, you know, it's May sweeps, and they want to connect all of them. Crockett and Tubbs leave. Crockett explains that during some kind of the shootout that happened that killed the guy in the church, his cover was blown. Because, again, these guys are vice cops. And so he's worried. Well, now, now he's on the hook. I think Don Johnson's character, again, this is just speculate. I think Don Johnson's cu- character was a deep cover operative, right? Probably. And now his cover has been blown. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, now we're fucked. They walk by a, a Maserati. I don't know if you saw this, but there is a great shot where they're walking out of this funeral and they walk by a Maserati and it looks like the biggest piece of shit car I've ever seen. <laughs> like it's just a boxy 80s car. And I was like, that looks no different from a 1984 Toyota Tercel. Man, you just don't know fucking cars, man. It looked bad. 
There are a bunch of people that are taking pictures outside of the church that there's are like, like cops? trying to ID people. There there's cops. also bikers. Bikers are taking pictures. Like they're they're trying to figure out who killed this guy yeah. in the church. So the the cops are taking pictures of like gangsters that are attending this funeral, and the bikers are also taking these pictures so they can figure out who do we need to who do we need to kill. Yeah, the which bike- I thought was kind of cool. I like that it's like. Because it starts with the cops taking pictures of criminals, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, kind of standard stuff. And then the bikers show up, and they start taking pictures of the cops, and you're like, oh, you're like, everybody's out in the open about who they want to kill each other now. <laughs> uh, it's every- like that scene in Heat, where yeah. um, he's, he's taking pictures, and you're supposed to take pictures of people in the background of the picture. Isn't that from Heat? No, you're thinking of Chinatown. Oh. In Heat, the cops are following the guy, the the criminals, Mm -hmm. and they're like, what are we doing out in this dockyard? And then they're looking around, and then Pacino's like, hoo-ha, they're taking pictures of us. Yeah, and then Pacino's like, she has a great ass. Yeah. 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 We all know know that great scene. (laughs) That great scene in Heat. And you've got your head... Right up it. All of these cars drive away from this fucking church. And this goes on for like 30 seconds that we're just seeing this parade of fancy cars. And I know that these are supposed to be drug lords. I get it. But I feel like the the set designer and the props master and the director were like, look at all this cool fucking shit. Well, I think that by this, this was a third season episode. Yep. I think by this time they were just being given a lot of shit. Probably, but this went on forever, and and uh, I maybe you didn't notice it, but I was literally like, okay, and next scene. Yeah, they were telling Here us comes another car. Okay, they were showing us the world with visuals. Why do we need? Oh, we we had an establishing shot with all of these fucking cars. Why do we need to see them drive away? Because the cops are being watched by the criminals. Right. Everybody's but IDing we everybody. Scene. We set the scene already. Oh, no. There's no pictures to take. We're just seeing cars leave. It's not like we're cutting back to the gangster or the, the bikers who are like, all right, Johnny Two Legs is driving this banging Ferrari. <laughs> like, that's not. Uh, I like that's, the, that's my mob name, by the way. Johnny, Johnny Two, Two Legs. Legs. I like the idea of criminals identifying each other by physical attributes that everybody has <laughs> Christopher has teeth. <laughs> that fucking guy. He's a, he's a real. He's. Ooh, don't let him see he's got teeth. Don't Is let he him... like particular about his teeth? Don't ask him about it. Don't even bring no, it up. No, he's got them. He's, he's got them, but like, you know, he's... Like re- more? Are they like bigger than no, an average? No, he's it's 32. He's got 32 teeth. Oh. But like, you know, it's like, you know, you see him and you're just like, oh my God, he's got teeth. Oh, ooh. <laughs> he's like a fucking shark. But like, they're like normal teeth. They're like, they're they're fine. Yeah. They're They're okay. I think he had some orthodontic work. I don't know, but don't ask him about. It. He's real sensitive. It's not like Johnny Two Shoes. No, oh, don't even get me started on Johnny. Why two do you shoes. call him Two Shoes? He's got well, he's, he's got, got a left and a right. Two really nice shoes, <laughs> and you'll see them when you walk in. You, the, the, you can see your face out of them. They're incredible. But he's, he's got, got two, two of them. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Look, help. For, look forward to that look, as our next sketch. <laughs> look, so I'm looking for a guy with teeth and another guy with shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are the guys. But don't tell them I told you. I don't want to be known as a rat. <laughs> okay. That's why they call me Jacob Can't Keep a Secret. That's It's it's a real, I hate the name, but uh, that's what they tell. That's what they call me. 
At the police station, the cops are looking through the photos that they just took, and they're like, I I don't know. This guy is, there's Johnny Two Legs. Yeah. Here's Jimmy Can't Keep a Secret. And then they're like, hey, didn't we bust this guy five years ago? Which, if I was them, I'd be like, I I don't remember what apartment I was I have living in five down, years ago. I have gunned down so many people yeah. in the last five years that it, all their faces just haunt me at night. Is he I crying? Can't. Is he screaming? Because that's how I always I can, remember. I can tell. Is he begging off saying, yeah. please don't shoot me? I can tell you that. Is he asking for his mother? His blood pours out of him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I know this oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 13-year-old kid. Yeah, I remember that guy. They uh, come across a woman who they can't identify, but they know that she rode in the limo behind the hearse at right. this uh, so she's funeral. Got to she be, be important. The dead guy. We cut back to the bikers' like cave. They're they're, they're hideout. Dead. Yeah, and the dead guy who's called and this confused me called the wire. Yeah, this was strange. His nickname was the wire, and I assumed that he was a mole, but no, like I don't it's think just, that's the case. That he's his nickname just was just guy. the wire. Yeah. So anytime that they talked about re- being really upset about the wire, I was like, I completely agree. Man. Yeah, that can't fifth, talk on the phone. That fifth season was oh, real geez. horseshit. And real, it just didn't make any sense. Yeah, this real Pollyanna God. kind of why is news McN- guy. McNulty's like pulling all of these? God damn it! I am so, I completely agree. It doesn't make I've any also, sense. Yeah. I am upset so much about promise, the wire, and then they fail. Oh. And then they're like, we're going to go watch The Wire on TV. I was like, <laughs> okay, like, okay, is it an right. Omar episode? I love I, those. Stringer, Stringer's there. Omar coming. Is this the one where the chief takes off his shirt and he's just shredded? <laughs> is this the Do one you remember where, that one? Uh, no. The he, first time you see the head of the task force, mm-hmm. the black oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. With yeah, his no, shirt I, off. This and he's bullshit. Yeah, he's just so he's, cut I know, up. He's You're jacked. like, what like, the he's, hell? he's with his wife and he's just fucking you're just like holy shit because you've seen him in a shirt this whole time and he's the last person you would think like will beat the hell out of anyone like one percent body fat no i uh, my favorite character on that show is the fat uh uh captain who just busts bunk and mcnulty's balls all the time and he doesn't do anything he just shows up and acts like a shithead yeah he's great (laughs) he's great anyways this is not what they're watching. They're watching a living will. No, Mr. Wells. No. Fine, fine. No goblins. Probate. <laughs> uh, this dead guy, the wire, has recorded a video will, and he tells Reb to kill the guy that killed him. He's like, I don't know how I died, man, but like. Some cocaine cowboys. Shoot you got to get Geronimo on their asses. Shoot that doctor that didn't diagnose my heart <laughs> problems. I don't know. <laughs> Just whatever well, what it is. I, what, what was funny about it to me is that, and this was something I really enjoyed, he's not explicit, I guess, about like, you know, however I died, some like bad mojo out there took me. You got to take care of it, man. It could. It's like you're saying, like, it's it's open enough to interpretation to where... I feel like Reb was being really overzealous where he was like, well, I'll just kill every single person then. Every one of you motherfuckers. Yeah. And well, then he says, everything goes to my sister. Take care of my sister. That's... Reb, take care of my sister. So he's like, kill the sister. Gotcha. Got it. Got it. No right. problem. Just, he's just writing a, a list of names. He's like, yep. sister, got sister. it. Okay, okay. great. Uh, hey, Reb, I don't, I don't know if that's what he meant. <laughs> he I said. Will, I will shoot you too if he says your name. I am the, I am the biker man. Room, room. <laughs> So, look, look out the world. Here I come. So he's watching this and he's crying a and little bit. Cr- uh, this is, God, which, this is the worst. 
Mark, and this is the worst. Andrew and I disagree on this particular episode. We I talked a little bit about it before we. I on the liked mic. this episode. This is a bad show. I like. I thought that it was episode. doing interesting things with these show. characters. So you've got this guy whose best friend died while he was in prison. I have to. You have to assume that this guy blames himself a little bit. If he had been there, he might have been able to yeah, gun I down. I will protect the liar. I will be able to watch. His him. accent isn't that bad. I will watch him very much. I will so watch, on the television. I will watch Bunk. I, I will watch, watch McNulty. McNulty. <laughs> he will be doing a good job. Presbolewski, what are you doing? You don't even know how to fire an automatic gun. This is insane. What are you doing? The Docs episode. I don't. Was that season two? That's season I don't two. Really oh, remember what goodness, was going on there? They're trying to. Smuggled the women. I don't know. It's insane. The I, girl, the, she was in the office. I is am there. I, she was there. That she married Michael Scott. I don't know. They, but I am a biker man. I'm watching The Wire. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So he blames himself. He wishes he had been there blame. for his friend. Yeah. And but then we that's a little more character so development cheap. than we might have no. had. No. Yes. We we pan around and he's like crying. But it's just, it's not even, you can tell. Uh, it's heartfelt and uh, no, it's kind not. of interesting. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, because it's like he has one single tear. It's like one single tear. And he's like, I'm surprised, yeah, he, didn't, I'm surprised he didn't put his hand on the TV. To be yeah, quite it's honest. a cliche now, but in 1985, I think it was interesting and different to have this, have a, an insane criminal with a heart. Big. Ooh, you're lucky the cards here, man. I'd say some real <laughs> you don't, shit. You don't DMs. like to get. You I don't, don't like to get angry in front like of the card. Angry in front of the card. I'd say some real <laughs> shit. We have more, more of this. Like the other thing that this show is known for is the fact that they went nuts with licensed music. Now, was this song that they were playing licensed, or was this created for the show? Which like, song is it? Th- Let's th- hear it right now. I would know if Baker Street was playing. No, it's the song that plays in the beginning that we hear the lyrics that are like. Oh yeah, this song sounds it sounds like when after uh Born in the USA was a big hit, everybody yeah. was like, Oh, you don't have to sing well to be like yeah. famous in the eighties as a musician. It sounds like a cross between a bad Bruce Springsteen song, which doesn't exist, and a um I still believe from Lost Boys. Do you remember yeah, that song? Yeah. I still believe. <laughs> yeah, you've got like a gravelly voice guy just screaming out over guitars and saxophones. And we're getting a lot of shots of like guys on the motorcycles and they're driving along and we're just hearing like, gonna take them down to the limit. Yeah. Yeah. I still believe. That shirtless guy with the saxophone. It's awesome. So we're hearing more of this. Crockett and Tubbs go and shake down the limo owner, and they're like, who the fuck was in that limo that was at that funeral? And he's like, I ain't telling nobody. Who sent you, Johnny Two Shoes? (laughs) 
And they're like, why don't you fucking tell us? And then they kind of they kind of give him the business, and then he's like, it was his sister. They his tell him sister. they're gonna they tell him they're gonna bust him for cocaine use. He's like, fine, it's a fuck, it's his fucking sister. Just get out of here, yeah. leave, go. And then he yells at somebody off camera. Yeah, he's like, like great scene work, great yeah. scene work, great. All right, really, we're done. The scene really feels lived in. The character really rounded. Reb and his crew, however, beat Crockett and Tubbs to the punch, and they go and visit the sister. This sister, like. Ugh. She's an artist of some kind. She's an artist, and we only see her in her apartment, and she's like, I don't want anything to do with you guys. And she, no. like, really flips out about the fact that these, that, that like, she's like, my brother was in some deep shit. I don't want to know anything about it. Go fuck off. Fuck he was off. nice to me, and fuck now he's off. dead, now, and I don't want now, to know anything now. about you guys. Reb says he wants to give this sister the inheritance. Reb comes off as very dumb here. Reb comes off as dumb. And is this also, when, no, I think this is the second time when he, like, he comes back with the inheritance, but there he's just like, I want to give you your inheritance. And she's like, get she's out. like, get the fuck out. Get out. And he's like, I will be back with the money because yeah. I am supposed to take care of you. The wire told me, he, Fred Belusky told me, he said, don't you, don't you forget about my sister. We've got 68 deaths in the red here. Let's see him black. <laughs> we need to get some numbers. blacks on those doors. We need doors. some numbers better. Uh, New Amsterdam. Sister says to hit the brakes. Yeah. Reb and the crew go to a hallway because apparently they're going to go get the inheritance, which is in the force, which is in the, um, uh, which is in Cougarins. They have to go steal this money from They have to get guy. this money that I guess was stolen from the wire in the previous episode. I'm not sure. We don't know. I'm not sure. But there's a big bag that they're stealing from some drug lord. Uh, in this shot, I can see crew and gear in the shot. It was the focus puller. You could see him on the left. Yeah, it's very noticeable as well because well, we have it. It's a swinging shot where elevator the, doors we start, open. We start with the elevator and then we pull back and wrap around as they come out and down the hallway. And you can see uh, you can see a crew member in the shot. In their defense, um, if you checked, if you looked at the aspect ratio, what we were watching was a little wider than four by three. You think? I, I do know. Okay. So if you were to be watching it on your 4x3 tube television, you wouldn't have noticed. Pro- unless it, would be, you, it would be in that safe zone. It would be in that safe zone unless you had like a completely new television that had never been used. Because what happens with those tube TVs, if you ever went and watched something at your grandmother's house, mm-hmm. after like 10 years, the image keeps getting more blown out Yeah. to where you're like, I can't even see what number well i can't even see the whole clue on wheel here <laughs> you'd be like i know there's an a i don't know how many letters a. there are there's probably an a but yeah we could see him on this transfer stuff like that always makes me i'm always interested in but yeah. i don't think you would have been able to see him on the show it's noticeable though it's noticeable For us now yeah. yes uh, Reb and the crew show up. The crew goes and kills their way into the, this apartment. They kill with a guy crossbow. with a fucking crossbow. They knock on the door, and the guy's got flowers. Flowers, but he's like a big biker guy. He looks... This guy, I wanted to ask you, this guy looked like a wrestler. I didn't recognize him. But I don't think he was actually a wrestler, but he looked a lot like... Oh, I, I don't... I don't. I wish I knew who he reminded me of from that 80s era. Hmm. Like a big John Stud, something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's one of those big fat wrestlers. Remember in the eighties when it was like was just nothing but big fat guys. Yeah, just guys that look like your dad. Yeah, Jake the Snake, just some real squirrely looking guy. Yeah, 
Guy with a board. They kill their way into this. They kill the the guard with mm-hmm. a crossbow, and then they they get into uh, this drug lord's like. Um, he he's got these ladies with him. He's in a hot tub. Yeah, and they're like, "Where is the money, Lebowski?" <laughs> and uh, the guy's like, "I'll never tell." And then the guy pushes him. Reb pushes him under the um, the water yeah. of the hot tub and then lifts him back like, up. He's like, ah, I just chlorinated it an hour it's ago. In it's, in it's in my, my eyes. eyes. It's in my eyes. I, I, I need the water. Give yeah. me the water. So uh, they says it's in the wet bar. They go and get these this big bag of metal this coins. Duffel bag of coins. Krugerins. And then uh, Reb decides to drown this guy anyway. It looks like a carpet bag. Yeah, it's pretty big. Uh, yeah, we get this really cool jib shot as he hangs this guy that dissolves into or as he drowns this guy yeah that dissolves into now it's the crime scene the crime scene yeah, yeah. crockett and tubs are there and they pull the body out of the water and the hot dames are still there just high as a kite yeah they just loaded um then it, uh and it was at this point when i was watching the show that it really made me think and this is something I had said to you earlier. Like, there's a difference between something that looks expensive and something that has high production value. Mm-hmm. And like, Airwolf looked expensive because there was a helicopter and a couple of different locations. But no, when you watch, Airwolf seemed expensive. Airwolf seemed expensive, but looked cheap. But looked really cheap. This yes. show is expensive and, and looks, looks pretty good. Yes. We cut back to the biker's place, and uh, Reb is not only not. Did they pull this guy from like Roadhouse? Like he's because not only is he upset about the death of, of this guy, the Wire. Then the guys are like, "Hey, Reb, uh, where'd you learn about this Nietzsche guy?" Because they're like flipping through his books. That yeah, he has. and he's like in the Wire. Or, or in yeah, the pen. In, in in during the Wire. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, then uh, he he's like, they're like, oh, hey, so uh, where are we going next? We are going to Valhalla. Yeah. They're like, he's oh, like, Europe. Cool. I always wanted to go to Europe. I always wanted to go to Europe. This guy sucks. Reb? Reb sucks. Period. End of statement. I think he's a good... He, Turn page over. He's a fine one-episode villain. He's just this maniac that kills a lot of people. I am very upset about the wire. Thank you. He's not Andy Kaufman, for Christ's sake. <laughs> he's like not a great actor, I'll give you that, but he's just a big, beefy guy who you need to believe will kill a bunch of people. Act two. Crockett and Tubbs go and visit the sister. She basically says the same thing as she said before. Look, I ain't got nothing to do with the wire. Yeah. Uh, I was on Nurse Jackie. Uh, a lot of people is, think that that's an HBO show. It is not. It's not. It's a Showtime show, so I can understand where the confusion comes. But uh, I, they did recycle a lot of actors, though. But yeah. I was. I don't have any. I wasn't to do one with of the wire. Them. Yeah. She ain't got nothing to do with nothing. She's like, I want nothing to do with my brother. Get out. Leave. I. I'm an. I am an artist. Uh, it was don't, weird. Don't be a naive, Jeffrey. She's very. It was strange good. to see a woman. It was strange to see a character who's just doing nothing but painting the whole time and nobody says i don't something about it you would assume in most tv shows somebody would be like oh so you're an artist mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like yeah it was strange that nobody addresses this <laughs> nobody mentions I always like i always like the fact that like if you want your character to it's like you don't have to set the scene you don't have to write a character anymore if you just have them open the door and they're they're in a loft and there's like Art paint everywhere yeah. that's all you need to do you don't need to write this character anymore 
Like, apparently, they're independently wealthy that they can afford this loft to just fucking slave away on their fucking paint. That's all. That's it. Like, you know what they would do in um, a procedural like uh, uh, Law and Order, though? Mm-hmm. You would have that, and then the cop would be walking out, and you'd be like, She's not independently wealthy. How could she afford that loft and all that stuff? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, good question. And then it's not brought up again until later when we find out that she's an escort, right? Yeah. That would be the reveal. But here, so here I was, like, kind of waiting for that. I was waiting to find out, and but I couldn't tell if it was one of those things where it's like everybody has fucking expensive apartments in TV, no matter, even if their show is about how they don't have any money. Uh, the bikers go off and they uh, meet up with some like weird lounge lizard type guy that's singing these songs. Did to... you recognize who this was? No. You didn't? No. It was the lawyer from Jurassic Park. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> when as, you got to go, you got to go. As soon as I saw him, I was like, what is. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the lawyer. But he looks like Fredo Corleone. He's yes. got like the He's glasses and weird... the shitty mustache. Uh, he must be, I assume this is a recurring character, and he must be an informant. Yeah, I think he's the honey bear. Tubs. But, um, or sugar bear? What was that character's name? Uh, from? Huggy bear. Huggy bear. Yeah. Uh, the, um, the bikers want information. They sugar give... bear is Andrew's nickname for me. That is that is true. <laughs> when we're slapping dogs. <laughs> down, down. Down. Sugar that's bear. How you Come do on. It. Come on. We're, we're, at a, we're at the DMV, for Christ's sake. <laughs> what? This is the first time you slapped a dong, you idiot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This uh, Huggy Bear here um, this I, is... IDs a bunch of photos for the bikers. And then when he sees a picture of to- uh, Crockett and Tubbs, he's like, oh, these are like small town. You don't want to deal with these guys. You don't need to worry guys. about them. They're, they're nothing. They're nothing. And the guy's like, you tell me the names of the people in the pictures. Or I will give you one too in the nose buster. I am not like so that. mad. It, well, it's like that, but am, it's not like that. I am the bike man. Yes, that. Vroom, vroom. But not that. Okay. <laughs> uh, so he's like, oh, and he gives them the, their, he gives cover, them their names. cover names. Yeah. So they're like, okay, great. So then they leave. Crockett and Tubbs then head off and find that another dude's been killed by the bikers. Right. So these bikers have just been going They're, down this list of people who who may have killed the wire. Drug contacts. Yeah. Anybody who was involved with him, they're, the, they're he, murdering. He assumes that they were at least complicit in his death. Now this, so this whole sequence that, I mean, it's probably like 25 minutes or something of this show. Reb going and just fucking killing everybody. It's, Strange, but I'm assuming that these are these drug dealers are also characters who have been around for the whole season, and this guy's just cleaning house. I doubt it. I I disagree. Doubt it. I think these get they're always these are just fighting one-off these, drug dealers. They're always fighting drug dealers on this show. They're always like, oh, we got to get Montana. And then they I don't, kill no, Montana. No. And they're like, oh, no. Well, no, now you're, Vasquez you're, is... No, you're not giving the show the benefit of the doubt here. Because these are just... These are characters who are walking around and who are given enough screen time, but not enough character identification to where I think that they... I think that they assume that you know who these guys are because you've been watching the show and now they're getting killed. Okay. Because so we're coming to the end of the season. This right. was episode 22 so of then, like 25, so these right? Bikers, yeah. So these bikers are murdering all of these people that maybe maybe were involved in past plots yes. this season. 
All right, fine. So it's just they're going down this hit list. Anyone that was involved in the wire, so look out. Um, the guy <sighs> don't from do it again. You can't Punisher do it. War Zone. What's his name? James Doohan. No, <laughs> that's Scotty, Scotty from no. Star Trek. Um, Thomas Jane. So the, uh, no, the the bad guy in Punisher War Zone. Oh, Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Yeah. Uh, Crockett and Tubbs then go to a bar and they rough up a dude in order to get more information on Reb. They're like, who's killing all these people while this like George Thorogood song plays? Mm -hmm. This is another thing. This show is just, they're like licensed the hell out of all this 80s music. That's why it took so long for it to get onto DVD because they had to, they had to get all the the licenses. Uh, the guy's like, man, that's Reb. Don't run me into this styrofoam speaker anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's more like. I'll, uh, I won't tell you. I won't, I won't tell you anything, even if you rub me into that styrofoam speaker. Oh no! You yeah. rubbed me into the styrofoam speaker. I definitely speaker. won't tell you if you slap my dong. <laughs> <laughs> Reb shows up with his crew and comically gets a car to leave the park. Did this part not rub this against was you bad. at all. This was bad. It's like it's like Bulk and Skull from the fucking Power Rangers showing yeah. up and just intimidating these people into leaving. They're on. They're, they're not. They're only having like a, a picnic in their car. They're having a picnic in their car. They're eating a big tub of fried chicken. <laughs> but they are thin, right? They're they very, weren't. They're very thin, and they're like, hey. So the 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 bikers roll up and and like the big burly like, guys get the like, fuck out of here. Hey, it's a park ranger. Park's closed. And I was like, I was thinking to myself, man, these guys are actually pretty nice if they're not trying to hit civilians. Yeah, like they could have just they could have just killed them. killed these two and just been fine with it. But I was like, okay, so they, these guys have a code apparently. So they scare these guys off. But my favorite part was they roughed up the the driver, the the man. Yeah, and they're like, park's closed. Beat it, twerp. And this fucking battle axe, <laughs> the girl of a of, of she's his like girlfriend. sock him one, Jimmy. You're this is why you're always called a wimp. You gotta get right in these guys' faces, yeah. and you're just like, holy shit! And like, then they dump a, they dump the bucket of chicken bucket on of the chicken, girl's head. They put, a, they put the bucket on her head, and they're like, buzz off, battle axe. Yeah. And the guy drives away with this girl with the bucket on her head. But you have to, in my mind, the guy looked at the at the bikers and was like, "Thank you, thank you. I've been wanting to do that for so days, many years. and so many you years. guys did it. You, you guys, guys, thank did you, it. thank you. Because like, it's never, a dumb moment. It's dumb. It shouldn't it's be dumb. in there, but it is." So uh, this the song starts playing again. This is supposed to be very cinematic, and I can I couldn't place the song, but I was I felt like there could have been a better music choice. Also, this scene this scene ends so weird. So what they're doing is we're cutting between them and the park, and we're cutting to some a party that's taking place across the lake. The park is, is by a lake, and there's a drug dealer birthday party also by a lake. So yes. the geography is tied together. Yeah. Um, Reb is assembling a sniper rifle. This is the other thing that threw me off is we've got battle axe that's over there going like, you know, you gotta, you gotta suck these guys one. You gotta get right in their face. And like in front of this car is this man assembling a sniper rifle. And you would think that he's just like, (laughs) we're going to go. We're going to leave. We didn't see anything. Yeah. Instead, uh, uh, chicks, man, fucking, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, this yeah. guy knows. 
Uh, he sets up a sniper rifle, shoots a guy across the lake, and this guy comically falls he into falls a cake. He falls into his cake, which everybody loves. We, I think we, this is why Andrew doesn't like the show. <laughs> Andrew believes that he has a moratorium on all cake this falls. This is my IP, man. This is my fucking... As soon as I saw the sheet cake, I was like, I know Somebody's going happen. into that Someone's motherfucking into cake. Fucking cake. Somebody should have come with a second cake. Yeah. And was like, whoa, whoa, someone got shot. Splat. Falls it onto his own, yeah. So he kills this guy. And my favorite part is the guy's like, oh, I'm... I'm it's so great to be surrounded by my friends. And then, oh, and then he... He doesn't go, oh, he gets shot and he falls and into the cake. And it's so sudden, too. He's like, oh, I'm alive. And then splat. Yeah, then that's what happens. Nobody, like, the rest of the... the you. It's a real close-up on this guy. And the rest of the party kind of looks... And then, and then just slowly walks, walks away. away. Which they're probably to get like utensils. They're kind of like, well, I still these corner, no, no, the corner pieces. No, they're good. going. I think I still have the receipt on what I got them. <laughs> this this is, one's I picked. This one's mine. This it's is a, going right back to the sharper image. It's uh, it's one of those fancy coffee makers. <sighs> Act three. We go to a commercial. Yeah, we fade to black on this guy falling face first into his sheet cake. After being shot in the head. After being shot. Act three, they clean up the body, and then Crockett realizes that, well, they're really ticking down all the drug lords that I was involved with. Yeah. So they're probably on the list. Probably going to be coming after me soon. Crockett and Tubbs go and talk to, um, like, a psychologist, some doctor, to get more of a background on Reb, because they're like, fucking egghead. This guy's a fucking cold hearted killer. What's the deal? This psychologist says that Reb is crazy like Hitler. Yeah. Uh, it was a 19... What do you want him to say? It was 1985. They're just going to... They're like... You know, Hitler, man, that guy was real bad. This guy's like a modern-day Hitler. Yeah, he's a megalomaniac. He's powerful. He doesn't believe in anybody else's rights. And this guy, this guy that he killed, his the wire, it was like his Himmler. So that's yeah. why he's going nuts. It's bestie, and now he's now he's off the chain. Now he's off the hook. He also smokes. The psychologist, does this throw you off at he all? He says that he smokes? No, the psychologist lights up in the room. And, and I, I thought it was real weird because yeah, it's, it's very the 80s and he's not a, he's not a medical doctor. You're right. But it's very it's it's done very specifically because he also he smokes. He takes his long drag and it's not i don't think it's played for like what it is but he like coughs as he gives a line yeah and i was like this well, is it's, such a weird it's in a tv show so if you cough he's probably got cancer he probably has cancer right yeah. it's like if he if he threw up at the beginning in the morning he'd be like oh he's pregnant he's pregnant, he's pregnant. or he has uh, eating disorder oh if throw up in the morning pregnant <laughs> throw up in the afternoon eating disorder no throw up after dinner, Ooh, yeah. eating disorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like stomach bug. No. Eating disorder. Yeah. They decide to go stake out the next people on this list. So they're right. like, okay, so the sister we should probably stake out, and then the next two dudes. Tubbs, um, Tubbs goes off and sees the dudes at the place he's staking out. Right. And he shoots at them. They shoot at him. And he hits them. He, uh, yeah, he, he wings uh, the big man, Reb. And Reb just keeps walking at him, and he's like, I'm going to shoot you, cop man. And he's like, I have a shotgun. doesn't fucking say I'm going to shoot you, cop man. He doesn't have a shot. He just shoots it at him. He shoots it. He shoots at Tubbs. Tubbs gets hit. Yeah. Tubbs, like, kind of just like, oh, no. Tubbs goes down. He doesn't. No, you want want to present. You're you're distorting the facts. 
You're distorting what's actually happening in this show. Also, the because house... he's talking on the phone to Crockett. Crockett, and they're having good times, and they're being buddy buddies, and they're like, "Oh, isn't it great that this show's never going to end? <laughs> we're going to be famous forever, and we're going to get our egots." Yeah. Then he's like, "Oh shit, it's them!" Shoots at him. They shoot. Crockett at him. hears his friend get shot, and he's not responding. Yeah. This is good stuff. How would you do it? How would you prefer? How about this? He's not talking to him. He's Ooh. just a guy by himself. Yeah. Then we don't have any drama. That would be fun. We don't have the character interactions. That would be good. It just didn't. It just feels weird. It just feels real weird and cliche. It's like, oh, it's, oh. Now he, it's a cliche. Sure. It was a cliche then. Cop shows in the 70s were doing this. Not like this. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Not like this. <laughs> not like yeah, this. You're right. Not like this. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> so, uh, Act Four, Tubbs was shot, but uh, they're like, "This guy must have a lucky rabbit's foot because it's one inch slower, and he would have been paralyzed or dead or something." I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm just some person. I'm a janitor. <laughs> <laughs> but he's right this way. Yeah. Uh, he got shot, but not like bad shot. Like, I well, guess. it is bad shot. He's off. He's out. He's he's gonna be out for the rest he's of the a, episode. He's out for the rest of the episode, and they like shot him. But you you know he's shot because when you walk in, he has a bandage around his head. <laughs> yes, it's a little bit like. Um, oh, we didn't watch it for this show, but we remember we did Best Law and Order. Yeah, SVU episode, and in that one, Christopher Maloney gets shot, and he bounces back so quickly we have to assume that he was shot in every episode <laughs> probably and so uh crockett goes in and talks with tubs and tubs is like on drugs but he's like freaked out and he's like that guy man he's that rev man he's a monster he's like, like a machine i, I shot, shot him, him three times i shot him i shot a rib i shot a rib <laughs> excuse me sir i, I shot, shot a rib uh and the guy just kept coming at me Crockett leaves and he's like, I want to get the guy that shot my guy. But the chief's like, no, you're 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 a liability on this case because you're probably on this hit list. So no. fuck off. God no. damn it, Starbuck. You're off that fucking case. I'm sick of your shit. Turn in your badge. So Crockett rolls off. Going back to the BSG. What was it? Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Never wrote in a Star Trek before. He's the guy. It's Edward James Olmos. Oh, you're right. Yeah. He's in, um, <laughs> Chief Adama. In, yeah. The um, uh, Reb goes and gives the Krugerans to the sister. And she's like, <laughs> just like you asked, honey. He's like, yeah, she's I, like got, I got I, your stuff, man. I told you I didn't want those. He's like, well, I got Here it. Here they are. Though. I've got it. And also, he makes a weird pass at her, doesn't he? There's this weird moment where he's like, he's like, bet your friend, bet your brother told you about me. She's like, nope. Like, no. He's like, oh. Uh, and he, like, drops the bag, and he, like, kind of reaches his hand out, and he's like, maybe next time. And then he leaves. Yeah. And he's like, ooh, I don't know what this is all about. Yeah, he's a creep, and we don't like him. She's uh, she's like, it's bad money. And he's like, well, it's not my money. It's your money yeah, now. Yeah, do what you want with it, honey. J.G. Wentworth. <laughs> it's your money. <laughs> Going to get you your billions if back, you America. you the cash settlement, you need the cash now. You called the Reb. Here you are. So then Reb leaves, but then she goes over to the bag and she looks in it and she's like, this is a lot of fucking money. 
If I was in her case, that was a lot of fucking money. Like honestly, if somebody gave me a bag of cougarans, I'd be like, "What the fuck what? do I even do with That's this?" That's true too, because I would be like, "Is this like? Am I? Are these like arcade tokens? What the fuck is this?" <laughs> I would have no idea how to fence this stuff. Yeah, what? Do you, what am I supposed to do with these? To go to a cash for gold? Go to a, like a, a antiques roadshow? Just be like, "How much can so I?" So I, I found this carpet bag filled with cougarans at a yard sale. <laughs> how much did you pay for it? Seven dollars. I like the bag. I didn't know there was anything in it. I would love the the bag felt <laughs> has there, heavy. Has there been a sketch where it's antiques roadshow, but the, somebody's obviously trying to get rid of cocaine? <laughs> I found this bag full I of found the this, sweetest this teddy um, bear that seems to be very solidly packed. Well, well, we took a look inside of your teddy bear, and there was some of the finest Peruvian marching powder Ooh. we have ever seen. Oh wow, I had no idea. How much do you think this six kilos of cocaine is worth? Um, I five hundred dollars, maybe. Now we're thinking at auction. Now this is at auction prices. $3.2 million. Oh, and, wow. But that's, that is best case scenario. Wow. That is best case scenario, but you should have it insured for at least that amount. No, we don't know if somebody else is going to find a, <laughs> a child's teddy bear cocaine, filled with cocaine. The cocaine market fluctuates so wildly. But, but today. Today, $3.2 million at auction. Well, thank you. Thank you. Then it does that, that like lower third. Yeah. It comes across. It was, this beauty shot of this this ripped open teddy bear. <laughs> uh, Reb gets tailed by this the fat nerdy guy because he sees because the fat nerdy guy is has been staking out the sister. We didn't mention the fat nerdy. The, there's other cops there. There's, there are other cops that were looking through it. One, one of them, them is, is a, a sexy is a, dame. Yes. and the other one is a dirty schlubby like a fat sh- cop. Schlubby guy who wears like a Bahama like a Tommy Bahama yeah. shirt. He goes and uh, tails but like Reb. a Christmas Tommy Bahama yeah, shirt. It's weird. It's the least classy of a Tommy Bahama. <laughs> it's, it's a fucking big dog shirt. He goes and tails uh, Reb in his windowless van. Yeah, and uh, Reb and and just drives back to the the, the bad guy hideout. And yeah, he calls in for reinforcements. Reinforcements show up. And uh, they're like, hut, 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 yeah, hut, it's hut, a big hut, SWAT hut, van hut. filled with SWAT police officers, and, and they surround the place. And so the shootout takes place that that goes on a while where they're well, shooting at dudes. Wait a minute, before this happens, um, Crockett gets a tip on Cro- where to go. Yes, I know you want to talk about this. What? Apparently, oh. Crockett's home is being fumigated, or so, oh, like he has nowhere to stay, so it, he's just driving around town in because, his sick ass car. Because what happens is, is that he leaves the sister's place at night. Then uh, the fat guy tails him. Then when Reb gets to his hideout, it's the morning now. Yeah. And Reb's and, and the fat guy's like, "Hey, he's at uh, you know he's in, in the stockyard out yeah. by the the landfill or whatever it is." And then uh, his one of the police officers at the station calls Crockett, and he's like, the, the fat guy just got a tip where Reb is. And Crockett's like, where the fuck is he? But Crockett <laughs> apparently has been driving around in his Ferrari for the past eight hours, yeah. just doing nothing, being angry. About, Fucking cheap tell me. I can't be on the case. He's, he's, he's off the case. Yeah, that's what I should have I should have said him. I should have I'm, I'm going back. <laughs> And uh, finally, he's like, you got to tell me where that fucking place is. Cause- You're all going to the yeah. jerk store. 
And finally, she gives up the information after like a second of prodding from Crockett. She's yeah. like, I can't do it, Crockett. Okay, he's out by the stockyard. And judging by the sound of his engine, she's like, are you in like third gear? You're on the highway. He's <laughs> just redlining his motor. <laughs> no, I, it's a manual. I don't know how to. Yeah, put I, it in the fourth. I can't. It's stuck. The clutch is real fucking sticky. Let it out. Thing. Put it in the middle. I know, Pop the I, gas. Yes, Dad, put it back in. I know. I know. There's a red light coming up. Hold hold on. Oh, well, stalled out now. <sighs> Great. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Fucking shit. God damn it. Don't these guys drive any automatics? Don't we have any drug dealers that drive automatic? They're they're nice cars that are an automatic now. It's it's the fucking eighties, all right? We are not in the Stone Age and need to drive manuals all day. Anyway, where's this place? Fucking landfill. I'm going to landfill. Great. All right. Just city, put this in city dump. Got it. Put this in reverse. Nope, that's six. God, Damn it. All right. Well uh, European cars just it's reverse it's, is it's, forward it's and back. up. It's down God, this is just how no, I'm Why gonna, would up be f- back? You know what I mean? Reverse should be back. I'm getting a cab. I'm getting a cab. Oh, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm walking. <laughs> so uh, he just abandons his car just, in the middle lane of the like freeway. It's like Grand Theft Auto. He just opens his door and just runs out. off. Uh, <laughs> the police roll in to take out the other the uh, the gang and two of his gang members. There's only three in this gang, including Grab. The two are heavily them. armed. Yes. They have like a rocket launcher. They have apparently. a lot of, lot of shit in there. The two of them get gunned down, but Reb gets on his motorcycle, ramps over a police car, a sick, drives away. Sick jump over a police car. Drives away. He he drives past Crockett, who's coming down the country road. Crockett throws a J-turn. He pulls a, a, a Rockford and chases after Reb. I forget. What movie is it where... Was it Transformers? Was it the Transformers sequel where the person is driving their car and the wheel like rips somebody's face off? Do you remember yes, this? Yes, it is. It's Transformers. But it also happens in Death Proof. E- but it's supposed yes, to be cool yes. in Transformers. It's cool in Transformers. And it's not a person. It's a robot. It's a robot, I believe. It's another robot that like Optimus like ramps over somebody. And then we see his wheels his wheel spinning. Just, and like his back wheel takes out a robot's face. What a bad movie. But it happens in Death Proof when the car comes crashing down. Yeah. And these s- four women. Yeah. That's. That's that's horrific and that's, violent. I am I'm up and down on that section of uh, Grindhouse. Oh, yeah. I like it. Anyway, they go to like a like a shipping yard, like a like well a, Crockett finds them, chases them down. So now they're in a shipyard, and they have this back and forth gun battle. Crockett like shoots this guy a bunch of times, but he like shrugs it off and comes over and starts choking Crockett. Yeah, and then both of them flip over the side of this boat. Crockett like bangs his head. The, yeah, the, they add well, a foley sound to it where it's like gong. Well, the I mean the he, stunt he, he double bonks his wang. <laughs> the stunt double crashes into yeah. this in what I have to assume was not intentional, but yeah, it, looked it looked like bad. a serious injury. He he like hits his head as they both tumble over this side of this boat. Crockett then it like swims up and climbs a ladder, and we see that Reb is now floating face down in the water. Yeah, Reb's dead. Reb's dead. Crockett then uh, goes back to Tubbs, and he's like, "We got that guy. I got him. We got that fucking guy." And uh, Tubbs is like, "Oh, cool, great." But Crockett's real shaken up about it, and he's like, "You know what? 
this fucking city's got all its monsters. Yeah, all these deaths, all, all these, these killings, what? and then how does it end with me killing this guy? I got the moon. How to get there? <laughs> I went all the way to hell and back with a penny and a matchbook in his pocket. Chinese fire drill. <laughs> I love that movie. Red Zone Cuba and the BC Yucca Flats. Mm. That's those are not good films. Water. Thirsty. <laughs> Sick man. Uh uh things you say in a prison. The things you say to a prison yes. guard. Next, next one, please. So uh Tug or Crockett's really upset about it and he's like, Man, th- all these fucking monsters and he, I assumed he was talking about me because uh, these <laughs> with their yogurt land yeah, coupons. So I'm just like, Oh god, oh god. You don't want to get platinum level. <laughs> it's not a thing that you strive for. It means you've spent a ton of money <laughs> eating yogurt by yourself. Not in front of the card, Crockett. Not in front of the card. Anyway, uh, either that or he's talking about Lady Gaga fans. Who knows? Yeah. So he's like, man, I'm really upset about it. We need to be better. And Tubbs or, is like. Or, or maybe he said Monstars, the villains, the villains from, from Space, Space Jam. Jam. Is that we need to stop all these Monstars, monstars. from jamming on Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Newt. <laughs> uh, Tubbs is like, be better. What do you mean be better? We're, we're getting the bad guys off the streets. No. That isn't what he says at all. What? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm sorry. What does he say? He says we need to be better. We got to be. He's like we got to be better than these guys. And no, he says we need to be better. Right. Period. And then he says, "What makes you think we're any better than these guys?" He realizes we're also part of we're this crime. Terrible. We're also killing people. Crockett says, "Better shots." And then they have this big laugh. And they laugh. We and fucking then we fade out. All those people. They all died. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Andrew is choosing what he wants, how he wants to interpret they any of this. All died. The truth of the matter is, we shot him. You and me, we <laughs> shot him. Fucking point blank. Bang bang. I'm the cop man. And that's the end of fucking Miami Vice. Mark, what did we think of Miami Vice? I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought that it was a nice piece of 1980s, uh, you know, television. And I thought that I could see why it was so influential. And it's beautifully shot. It's very cinematic. This particular episode didn't have a lot of Crockett and Tubbs, so I didn't have a good sense of their characters. Doesn't matter. But, you know... This seemed to be more about the aftermath of what had happened in the previous episodes. Mm-hmm. The villain, yeah, he's an 80s beefy white guy cartoonish villain, but they inject a little bit of s- stuff into him, a little bit more. In- oh, do we also get a final shot of the statue? beautiful terracotta statue available right now? My granddaughter really, we're lowering the, we're lowering really the price. Loves- oh, goodness. No shipping. Oh. No oh. shipping if you order now. Well, that that's that's good. Um, I'm in a convalescence home right now, uh, so uh, dear. Is there anyone with you there? Are you? I have a lot of cats. Muffin, Muffin, you have oh. you have somebody. You have a you have a caller. No, don't Come. put Muffin on the phone, please. Meow. Hello, Muffin. What, what do you like about this terracotta statue? Meow. Yeah. Well, Meow. I. 
I, I guess he does look a little... He does look angry. I guess, yeah, the artist did put a little bit of passion into it. Muffin, this is... This is not your mouthpiece, all right? Whatever you think of Reagan, he is our president right now. And this is not... I'm not going to let you say this about our president. An American muffin. Uh, this was a bad show, Mark. No, it wasn't. It was pretty good. I'll tell you right now, I understand the influence of this show. It is one of the most influential shows going forward. That, like, this was a show that we had never seen before on television. I completely understand that. But... I think this show is all style, no substance. I disagree. I I think that we have I think that we have trouble because the female like the sister character is just there. We don't know what she does. I think she plays a bigger role in the next episode. Mm-hmm. She was probably in the previous episode too. There's... I forgot to mention they say at that final scene that she left. I think she'll be back. Well, she left with the money. She pulled a better See? call Saul. See? Left with the money. I think Spoiler. she'll be back. Spoiler. Episode three, not show. I've been watching Better Call Saul. Thanks. I have it at home. <laughs> I was about to watch it, so thank you. It's, there's no spoiler. Anyway, I think uh, we're done. No, it's um, it's it's a bad show, Mark. It's not good, and you know, from a scriptwriting standpoint, it's not good. It's not good. There are problems with it, certainly, but there was a lot of there. It's more than just a script. A TV show is more than just a script. It's got a good look. It's, it's got, got a look that was very influential. It's got looks. It's got editing. It's got it all. Okay, so it's got a look. Great. And yes. it's like, look at all these sick-ass, bomb-ass cars. But then you, when you boil it down to it, you're just like, fuck it. Like, okay, so these cops go on this shooting spree versus this <sighs> biker go, gang. No, but there, there's no shooting spree. You're talking about these shooting sprees that don't happen. There are two... Three shooting scenes, all right, with involving the cops. Involving the cops, right. There's the big shootout at the end, which yeah. you need. Yeah. There's... Are there three? There's only two, really. No, then. there's three, because Tubbs shoots... Uh, Tubbs shooting Chubb, Reb. Tubbs shooting Reb, then the big one. The big one. And then the one, then the fight with um, Crockett. Oh, on the dock? Yeah. That, that all counts. That's all part of the same shootout. No, it doesn't. It's two separate things. Well, because they got in the car and left? Yeah. It's a new no. scene. Sure, it's a different scene, but it's a, it's all part of the same chase at the end. It's all part of the same shootout at the end. It's just, it didn't, there's no, there's no relatable characters. Like, I don't like Crockett or Tubbs. Like, they just seem cool for cool's sake. There's nothing relatable to the, you know, again, as we said before, like Jim Rockford. Jim Rockford's a relatable everyman. Yeah. Columbo. Columbo's a nice guy who's a bit of a schlub. Who we can relate to. Mitchell. Even fucking Mitchell. We can <laughs> no. relate more to Mitchell. Mitchell than we is can a movie. That's not a fair comparison. We can relate more to Mitchell than we can Crockett and Tubbs. Because Crockett and Tubbs are like two cool guys who are driving around in these fucking fancy cars and blowing away like everybody involved. And They're it's not, not this episode. It, it more So I know we're looking at a snapshot of this episode, but you know that they like... That this show has to have shootouts involving Crockett and Tubbs and like a bunch of different villains and bad guys. That they are just like, just in cold blood. Bang, 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 bang. It's not cold blood. They're doing their jobs. They're fighting these drug dealers. I didn't like this show. They're not walking up behind somebody and shooting them in the back of the head. It this just, is standard police stuff with a different <laughs> look. I just... They're not... It's, it's, you're right. It's a different look. But like, if this were shot not with that look... And, but with this script, would you still like it? 
If it was different, if it was yeah, different, would I, I not? Would I it probably be wouldn't like it. Yes. If, if it was different, it would be different. Yes. yes. If ha, you ha, ha. if you want to take, you, you fucking always do this. You're like, okay, you're right about this one thing. Let's not talk about that one thing so that I can be right. No, that is I'm the saying, argument I'm that you are making. Agreeing with you that the style is is very influential, and it's 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 a look that we have never seen before at the, up until that point. You look at the procedurals in the 70s. We watched the Rockford Files. We watched a couple other shows from the 70s. And you can see how police procedurals were shot then. They definitely took the look and the feel of the 80s and definitely the idea of MTV cops. And a more cinematic look. Absolutely. And they're rude dudes with attitude. And there are cops. That's where I draw the line. Because it just comes off as, and maybe for the, again, maybe it's it's a snapshot of the time, sure. But here we are in 2015. It's hokey and dumb. That it's two rude dudes with attitude. That it's these two cool guys looking down their sunglasses at the babes on the beach going like, look at my fucking Maserati. <laughs> this scene never happens that you're describing. This straw man argument of them looking down at and picking up some hot dames. Like that never happens in what we're talking okay, about. Okay, so then the scene where they go into the the bar, right? Yes. So they're supposed to be vice cops. I was hoping you want to bring this scene They're up. supposed to be vice cops, but they go into the bar wearing their big fucking jackets and rolled up sleeves, cause the biggest fucking scene in the world uh, by hitting, like, beating the shit out of this informant. Yes, and... And Tubbs act- has a shotgun exactly. that he doesn't look like he knows how to use. And so, yes. So but he- they go into this biker bar, rough this guy up. Tubbs stands there, and he's like, who wants to make the next move? I am the cop guy. No, he doesn't say that. He says something more like, I'm going to waste every one of you motherfuckers. <laughs> no, he says something more like, nothing to see here. Everything's fine. Everybody keep it cool. Return to your drinks, buddy. <laughs> and like... He cocked that shotgun like six times. I don't think there's any more there's shells just, in there. I think it's just, just empty. He's just shooting shells. <laughs> yeah, you have to expend the bullet, then shot. Then you it. do it. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, but it just, it is, I didn't, I didn't like it. Because again, at the same time, okay, so these big bikers are coming in, and it just, it just didn't, it didn't sit with me. It just didn't sit with me that it's just these characters that I don't like. I don't like them. There's this Murtaugh and, uh, and Riggs. Riggs, like again, relatable characters, and you can tell that they're. Go- when did Lethal Weapon come out? When did my my advice come out? A uh, Lethal Weapon was 1987. Okay, so Le- maybe 88. So Miami Vice was first. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I can definitely more relate to Mur- Mur- Murtaugh and Riggs than I can to fucking Tubbs and Crockett. Tubbs and Crockett are supposed to be cool. Maybe I just can't understand it because it's the definition of like 80s cool. It's 80s cool. It's douchebag cool at this point. Maybe that's what's rubbing me the wrong way. But it just feels like these guys seem like big fucking jerk offs is what they seem like. They seem like big douchebags who, you know, it's like fast cars and shooting dudes. Yeah. Look at me. Well, sign of the times, maybe. But even then, I just didn't think it was that good. It's a, got a great look. It's got it's it's influential, and I can appreciate it on its influential level. But beyond that, not a good show, not a good show. Well, then you probably won't appreciate my pages either. You know so what? just you know what, you can't have them. Then you can't have mine. You can't have oh, them. Oh, ooh, that really hurts. Uh, because I was going to make it better, and instead. Uh, it sounds like I had a loving homage and tribute to two of the greatest characters to ever be on television. Tubbs and Crockett. 
Uh, no, the lawyer from Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park and, and the fat nerdy guy. The no, and the bag of money. Oh, oh, well, that would have been. See, again, that would have been nice to hear. I would have loved to hear it. But you know what? Here's a taste of my script. It's like watch a Survivor video, and then they're like, "We got to go to the next spot." Then, then watch a fucking Lover Boy video. We got to go rough up this guy. Then you know we're watching some other '80s hair metal band. Scorpion. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We have the Scorpions. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> that, did they pull that guy from the Scorpions? Because that's what it fucking sounds like. And there she is, Tawny Kit, just <laughs> rubbing herself all over that hot car. It makes me not in front of the card, not in front of the card. But I can tell you that I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Fine. Fine. I got twenty minutes in. I was twenty minutes in, and I was angry that you had picked this because I was like, "Fuck this." Fuck this show. You had an option again. I my option is right here. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> you and your yogurt link this. card can just have a wonderful life Cram together. It with walnuts, ugly. That's what we can do. Probably our most contentious episode. I just, Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, uh, next week, if there is a next week, we, I, we're I'm about ready to end the show. I am on this note. So actually. angry because you, I can't believe that you have the wool pulled over your eyes on this one. There's no wool. You just uh, you just want to be argumentative. I you don't want to disagree you know and hate you on know it. No, it's not true. You know that I'm not argumentative for argumentative sake because we tend to agree on like everything. We do tend to agree. We have similar tastes on this particular one. There was enough about it that I loved that I didn't. It's the same thing with Airwolf. Like Airwolf is cheesy, dumb fun that I know looks bad, but at least you can have some fun with it. This just... no Airwolf wasn't fun. Airwolf is just bad. Isn't that the fun of it? How bad it is? No. Yes. It's a big fucking boss helicopter. That I'm not, goes left. I'm not getting, yes, and then right. And, and then, then it goes up. And I'm then not, it goes I'm down. I'm not getting into it. I'm not getting into it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Obviously, I'm right. Mark's wrong. Thanks for enjoying our voices. We'll see you next time. Again, if you'd like to email us, botbpodcast at gmail.com is the website. Go ahead and leave a review on iTunes. And the flickering box at wordpress.com has always been the website. Like us on Facebook, etc., etc. Look forward to the sketch that's coming out, and we'll see you next time. I might not see you next time. Who knows? Get the card. You're coming with me, Silver. Get, get it together. I have been replaced with the platinum with, card. With the piece of platinum right here. See you next time. God damn it. <laughs>